welcome to Primary Attribute, we're a Castles and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian, I'm the Castle Keeper, or Game Master, as it's known in a lot of other systems, and I use they-them pronouns. Hey, my name is Vons. No, that's not accurate at all. My name is not Vons. I'm not into my character that hard. <laughs> Hi, my name is Adam. I play as Vons. We both use he-him pronouns. Uh, Vons is the free little fox folk alchemist friend who... Uh, makes all the potions and uh lately he's he's he hasn't been sleeping well i'm Aaron. i play ericene i use she or they pronouns ericene uses she or her pronouns and um ericene is really really hoping that uh meeting her boyfriend's ex or ex-in-law uh, it's going to go okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor, the halfling wizard. We use uh, she, her pronouns. And um, Wealthy is working really hard on her story and really needs a good charisma role. I'm Wit. I play Grix, the kobold illusionist slash mechanic. We both use he, him pronouns. And Grix is, uh, Grix has a lot on his mind. If you get a chance, you should rate review us on your podcast platform of choice. It helps people find us. It gives us the validation we so desperately crave. And also, you should do it for everything else you like as well. Oh, that's sweet, sweet validation. Yeah. Erin, <laughs> would you like to do the recap, please? Sure. Ericene did not sell her tears to anyone in her family and went with her mother, ultimately, to go to the kitchen and have a cup of tea and wait for the person that her grandfather was beating to come back out. Uh, she did that and managed to see the dragonborn in the extremely nice suit. Uh, couldn't figure out anything useful about them, but could definitely recognize them if she saw them again. Vaughn's found that Lucky had not arrived home by morning, and so... Uh, home alone back into his old den, um, found his sister with her, probably a boyfriend, um, <laughs> very awkwardly. Uh, <laughs> I'm not making assumptions about her relationship agreement with this person. It's fine. Fair. I I'm, I'm calling him her boyfriend just because, uh, you know. Uh, I mean, he's a friend. Easier. It's easier to explain. Seems yes. to identify as a boy. That's it's all fine. It's a practical placeholder. <laughs> it's a practical. It ex exactly. <laughs> um, they did have a very nice sibling moment where Bonds told her about his dream, and she tried to talk him down from his position of never wanting to sleep ever again. And also, oh, Vons has a new uh, employee in the form of the uh, uh, Mitt, the street urchin uh, magical construct. I mean, careful throwing around words like employee. That might imply benefits or some kind of <laughs> wage. You're a bad person, and <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> I say this as a payroll accountant. <laughs> This podcast supports workers' rights and paying your employees, generally speaking. Uh-huh. Grix tried to go to work, found that he had the day off, 
went home to go to bed after ratting everyone about his the generalities of his activities the night before. And then Wealthy woke up in a clinic manacled to the bed. Uh, Purity Pearl, Elpida, and Photios came into the room after the nurse who uh, first uh, found her after she woke up. And um, uh, Elpida had gone to go get Photios since she recognized Wealthy from the lockdown. And uh, apparently then Elpida ratted Ericene, Grix, and Vons all. Uh, we all really loved our little messages from Elpida. And so Wealthy explained about her night and Grix's night after Purity went to the restroom and Elpida left with Photios and Lucky. And everyone brainstormed a better excuse for Wealthy showing up on the uh, terrace in the back garden behind Elpida's house. Then, um, oh, just like whatever it was that Wealthy could come up with uh, off the top <laughs> of her head before everyone else got there. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what's happening right now. And we join our scene with Purity Pearl coming back in the room. <laughs> yeah, looking at all of you huddled around this bed. <laughs> <laughs> Not looking at all suspicious. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Uh, uh, can I get out of this manacle? <laughs> Again, I've sent word. Well, someone should be coming down pretty soon. I've also sent word for some of the other people that need to get involved. Um, everyone else, can I borrow the room with Wealthy for a minute? Uh, I just give her like a little, you know, I I captain uh, kind of. I want to see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I grab Vaughn's by the back of the... Um, tunic or cape or whatever he ha he's the by the hood or whatever and just drag drag him away <laughs> pout all right so wealthy i have to or i want to ask you some more questions um i did send for your government provided defense lawyer they should be here pretty soon defense lawyer it's standard to have them in the room once we start asking more questions basically for goodness sake everyone gets one Unless you want to represent yourself, which I literally never recommend <laughs> to anybody. No, ever. no, that's, that's that's not what I want to do. Yeah, you're pretty much required to have the defense lawyer anyway. <laughs> Does she have the opportunity to hire her own? I'm just curious about the lore here. Yeah, narrator. There is no private law practice in the arcs what? in the same way. This is a uh, okay. socialized lawyerism. <laughs> It's a pool of career bureaucrats. They are, there is no, you know, um, prosecution and defense. People are just pulled, essentially, for any given side. Hmm. So it's just in the uh, attorney's interest to win points for the sake of points? Yeah, there might be some friendly rivalries going on, but, like, there's no, no payment, no quota system. No one's running to get reelected. Like... It's it's just a job. I mean, and, I I imagine these attorneys are paid. Yes, but they're paid a salary, um, and it's not like I need to defeat that person so I too can become arcs famous and demand high salaries for defending convicted celebrities. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm not a celebrity. It's treated as a societal. Not with that right, attitude, you're basically. not. 
<laughs> I mean, I, as curious as I am about the uh, the structure that that's at work here, uh, do continue. Yeah. Um. So we can wait for your defense lawyer to get here. I did want to ask you a couple more questions because I mean, you've stated that you weren't robbing the house, and no, nope, no, nope, was not robbing the house. As far as we could tell from initial inspection, you certainly didn't take anything. So. Uh, that's because I never left the the terrace because that's where I landed and that's where I went unconscious. Okay, can you walk me through why you were falling onto a terrace that was inside one of the spires? I mean, should people I, take alternate routes all the time, but they usually don't. Should I wait it. for my lawyer? You can all you want. <laughs> yeah, wait for your lawyer. I'm waiting for my lawyer. Never talk to the cops! <laughs> I'm an inspector, and we don't technically have police, but I understand. Thank <laughs> Never talk goodness. to inspectors. Thank goodness we're all we're we're teaching this lesson to our uh, you know many tens of viewers. Yes. <laughs> In case you were doubting where we stood on police interactions, <laughs> based on previous episodes. Um, all right, you wait, you wait a little while, and then enters your lawyer. Erin, what species slash race is this person? Um, this is like one of the very common uh, bird races. Mm. Um, it looks sort of like a rooster. So I have a bird brain for a lawyer. Why? <laughs> is this meant to be the reference I'm thinking it is? Oh yeah, of course it is. Great. <laughs> right. I don't understand this at all. Adam. It's just a cunt. It's just a country lawyer. Yep. <laughs> Adam, what uh what pronouns does this person use? Oh. Oh, this has got to be a lady. Alright. It, it's very rooster looking, but they definitely identify as female. Alright. Sweet, I like it. Roll on with some she her. And wit, what is one yeah. unique visual feature of this person? Piece uh, of clothing they wear or something like that. Uh, smoked, uh, smoked lens glasses. Yes. Aviators? No, uh, like, uh, more like, uh, more like tiny little ones. Um, oh, okay. Are they round? <laughs> uh, not, not Matrix style, but, um, close. The more, and when I say smoked, I mean, they're, they're like, they're barely sunglasses. They're yeah. more, um, I don't know, just stylistic than. Yeah practical they can be looked over <laughs> yeah and have to be pretty much if you're staring like directly into the sun in which case the amount of tint tinting might be useful not a hell yeah. of a lot of that when you're living inside of a volcano yeah, that's why they're rock like 99 percent stylistic mm -hmm. yeah it's a yeah just an affectation all right so wealthy it's your lawyer shit your lawyer needs a name <laughs> <laughs> Start the sentence, realize something partway through. But we know so much else about her. Her name should be Genevieve. I'm here for it. Hello, I'm Genevieve. I'm going to be your lawyer today. Hi. Uh, Inspector Pearl, I'd like to borrow your clipboard. Flipping pages ensue. Insert fully here. Hands it back. And I would like a minute with my client. And Pearl just nods and heads out of the room and is in the hallway with the rest of you, presumably. I have never been in trouble before. I've never had to have a lawyer. I have no idea what to do, because we don't have law and order. Ah, oh, that's too bad. Stabler is great. Oh, honey, your nose is bleeding. 
<laughs> no, they do have law and order on the arcs, and Stabler is the horse judge. <laughs> yes! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay. You'd be surprised how few people have gotten in trouble with the law before. So, can you walk me through what happened? I, I was drinking, uh, you know, probably heavier than I thought it was, and I, I didn't realize how much I'd had to drink, and... Um, Probably looking back on it, I could um, I can tell that uh, that I shouldn't have um, done what I did. Um, but what I what happened was um, um, I have this this spell called Spider Climb, and um, if my clothes were around here somewhere, you'd you'd see, you'd see that I have a pouch with a whole bunch of spiders, dead dry spiders in it. And I thought, well, you know, um, I'm here, I'm in the spires, and there's all this really cool climbing that I could do and I could test out my spider climb because I've only done it once or twice and generally I'm doing it when there are monsters trying to kill me or my friends and so I thought well you know I can practice and um so I I did spider climb and I I got all the way up to the top and and I did it again and 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 I was coming down and I mistimed it and um and I fell I, I fell down, and, and then the next thing I know, I wake up here. I was not trying to rob anybody. I did not mean to fall on on anybody's terrace. It was an accident. Well, honey, most people don't intend to fall in a way that knocks them unconscious, but it's good to hear your conviction on this. <laughs> As the castle keeper, roll a charisma check to sell your <laughs> lie to your lawyer. <laughs> that person you want to lie to. <laughs> Uh, that would be 17. So it's 17. Okay. And charisma is not a prime for you, correct? No. Not in any way, shape, or form. All right. Uh, she's writing things down on her slate and gives you a look. And that's and all I look the details? As innocent as a halfling has ever looked. And that's all the details? Keep in mind, I'm bound by client lawyer confidentiality you can tell me anything i swear i was drinking way too much and i was being really really stupid the way people often are when they drink and i was testing my spider climb uh was anyone else there while you were drinking (laughs) (laughs) yes yes there was somebody there but I don't know how to find him. Does he have a name? The rats are actually pretty good at this stuff, you know. Um, uh, his name is Gex. Oh, Gex is going to love that you're doing an acting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's missing me doing an acting. What is a courtroom if not an acting? Well, there you go. Extremely dramatic. Oh. Well, right. oh, Gex should be the defense lawyer. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Don't. He really super shouldn't, <laughs> is all I'm saying. He doesn't would... seem to understand the subtleties of, uh... Anything. Anything. <laughs> yeah, Guess yeah. as many things, but a subtle person is not one of them. Yeah, fair. Well, alright, we can get Gex in there to try to help you out with the part of your statement where you get drunk. And, alright, um... Is that the same thing you told the inspector? I haven't said much to the inspector because I wouldn't answer her questions while I didn't have a lawyer with present. Okay. Well, um, we can 
obviously she's not going to be prosecuting you, so we can bring her in to take more notes. It might help to clarify the situation and make it so that the aggrieved parties can't press charges or don't press charges in the first place. Or you could theoretically just just have someone take her notes and see if they ask any questions in the courtroom. Okay, I don't understand that. Basically, either you answer the inspector's further questions now, if she has any, or um, her notes, as a matter of course, copies get turned over to both parties, and then if the opposition finds anything in them they want to question you about, they can question you on I'm totally okay with answering your questions, as long as you're present. All right, then. We'll get her back in here. Is there a Fifth Amendment here? You know, while you're out getting the inspector? Um, Ian, I need to review the uh, legal. Uh, uh, the, 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 I need. I need to see the Constitution of the Arts. Um, Give me twenty hours. <laughs> Purity gets waved back in, and so uh, I've been told you're willing to answer a few more questions just so I get everything clarified. Totally, totally. Okay, so from what your lawyer told me while we were off screen. So Ian didn't have to talk to himself. <laughs> you say you were testing out spider climb and it ran out at a weird time. And you fell. Yeah, I was. To the terrace. I, I, I'd been drinking a lot, probably heavier than I should, and, and just made bad decisions all the way around. Okay. Um, what were you climbing on when you fell, do you think? Because you were a decent bit away from the house. Not um, super far, but um, you're falling straight I was, down. You know, I, I don't. I don't really remember very much before the fall. I am. Um, um, I remember trying to <laughs> being really, really overconfident and thinking that I could jump from from one um, spire to the next. And I don't think that was what I did. But that's the last thing I remember. Well, okay. Um, so, I mean, you fell down in a more central area, but. So I guess that wasn't the last thing you did, just thinking that. So a couple of related questions. Um, why was there a rope if you were testing spider climb? Because it was a stupid idea, but I didn't um because I'm not I'm not suicidal. <laughs> right, but you know how it is. You know, when you're testing things and, and you're you're just being careful and uh, I wasn't I, I, I really there were, there were there were good things that happened and there were bad things that happened and unfortunately the bad things led to me being unconscious and manacled to this bed. What are the visitors hours in this jail? <laughs> <laughs> but the rope was hanging out over it was hanging from the path above and down towards the house, but there wasn't any wall next to it. So Honestly, ma'am, I don't remember very much at all after deciding not to jump towards the other spire. It okay. just kind of all goes gray and fuzzy and until I woke up. Okay. Why was there a wig? Just so you guys know, the, the game master is evil. Um, 
No. <laughs> Repeating I... <laughs> basic facts of the situation. And, yeah, and, and honestly, I wish that I had... Uh, yeah, I definitely forgot that uh, those were details that maybe we should have included. Um, oh. I'd forgotten the wig as well. So yeah, uh, why was there a wig? Sometimes when I go out, I like to wear a wig. <sighs> just, you know, just to look different without actually having to cut all my, you know, all this hair off. I just like wearing a wig so that I can I can look a little different and um, maybe not look quite so much like, you know, all virginal and, and wholesome. I suppose that explains the makeup, too. Narrator, <laughs> makeup from the disguise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, okay, then. So we have the, that accounts for that and that. And so I was talking to some other people outside, and I'm going to ask you a question that may be deeply uncomfortable. You don't have to answer it, because quite honestly, it's a leap. But I just want to make sure it's not the case, essentially. <laughs> So, you were found on the terrace of the house that your friend Ericene's boyfriend's daughter lives in. Uh-huh. That's a very weird coincidence. Oh my god, you have no idea. I have no freaking idea how that managed to happen. It's a small mountain. If I could have if I could have fallen anywhere else, believe me, I would not have fallen on that terrace. I had no idea she lived on that spire. Okay, so whatever you have going on with Ericene, this isn't some proxy thing for that. No, I would never hurt a child. I mean, I, I didn't say that. Okay. Well, thank you well, for that. Well, I would never. I. Whatever's Stop. going on between me and Ericene is going on between me and Ericene. It's not going on between me and Elpida or me and Photius or me and Elpida's parents. Okay. This has nothing to do with Ericene. And I resent the implication that it does. Hey, Ericene. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I would love to have been actively trying to like listen Done. this whole time. <laughs> These are not thick doors. They are not soundproofed. You heard all of that, <laughs> along with anyone else who is sitting there with their ears pressed to the door. I see. Uh, has, Fodio, has Fodios gotten back with Alpita and Lucky yet? Oh, yeah. They were sitting out there with the inspector when you came out. <laughs> I just like like she had just finished talking to them. <laughs> I I think I just like look at Fodios and I'm and like shrug just like <laughs> he, he just gives you the shrug of like I I have no idea what's happening. I don't know what. <laughs> Vons is laughing so hard he's trying not to pee. Wealthy, <laughs> Wealthy was lying up to a certain point, and then when she asked about Elpida, mm -mm, no, that was that was all Wealthy being indignant. 
Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Lucky's got some sort of chart going on in her little notebook. <laughs> 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 and Grix has to have uh, heard this, and yeah. I wonder if Grix could do anything on the uh, illusion front to help dissuade this. Like what? I I don't um, know. That is don't that know. is a good question. And if Fawns nudges me, I might. Uh, I'm I'm reluctant to do some of like the 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 mindy magic, even though I can do it. Uh, just because it feels weird, but if if uh, Vaughn's like gives me a look or anything, I gotta be honest. I'm not sure that Vaughn's is motivated to do that. He mostly thinks this is hilarious. Um, <sighs> right? Would Erisine elbow Grix? No, I don't want. Okay. I don't want any of us to get involved with any of this. That sounds like a terrible idea. Very funny. I mean, we're kind of involved one way or another. No, but like any any magic getting involved at this point would just mi- would just seem sketchy. I mean, it's I sketchy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, it's sketchy. But like, I mean, well, he gave a pretty good speech there. Like, Erisine's not gonna disagree with that. Like, we can just see what happens. I I my inclination is to like just be silently like making eye contact with people in no way like you know hey hey let's like find a way to fix this because that that was I felt like that was pretty effective I think that Erisine felt like that was pretty effective she doesn't want to do anything to fuck up whatever is happening in that room <laughs> well okay <laughs> it's fine guys it's fine so we cut back inside. Well, okay, that's everything for my notes. Um, Wealthy's cheeks are very red. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, uh, thank you for your enthusiastic rebuttal. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, um, I can hand these over and we can go talk to the homeowners now. Um, there is one last thing that we do offer if this does go to court, which is, and this is 100% voluntary, and your lawyer would tell you about this if the CK wanted to do two voices, but <laughs> but basically what we can do is we could have you, again, completely voluntarily, go into a zone of truth and recount all of this. It has you know, a few different witnesses, and they would all sign it off. It's a very good way to kind of bypass a lot of issues. Though one thing we should warn you about is that it has a tendency, depending on the particular practitioner, to pull a little more out of you than most people expect. I will pass. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. All right, well, I will go track down the homeowners and go with your lawyer and talk to them and we'll see if something happens or not. I assume this zone of truth concept is a uh, effectively a polygraph test, but functional. It magically compels you not to lie. Aha. Uh-huh. Um, well, okay. And um, I believe the 
sergeant who can sign off on letting you out on your own recognizance should be here soon. That said, while you're unconscious, I did talk to the doctors, and you should probably be in here for at least another day. Okay. I think. Wait, shit. Good talk, that little. (laughs) No, sorry. Um, I had a question for the class, because I know one of you remembers, and I don't. Um, You gave Wealthy a potion, didn't you? Uh, I did. I slipped her a uh, rust monster potion. But you also gave her a cure light wounds before. Did you uh-huh. slip with a rust monster potion? I thought you were going to try to send someone to I get thought you them. had wealth. I thought you had lucky coming. You had sent somebody to get lucky and she was going to bring the rust monster potion. Or sent lucky. Or sent oh, lucky. Oh, shit. Somebody talked to the stenographer. Um, <laughs> you did send lucky to get the rust monster potion, but lucky wasn't gone long enough to have been able yeah. to do that. Aha. It's like Lucky can go get it, but has not left yet for reasons unrelated to me not exactly remembering that happened. Uh, Okay, so your interview with the inspector is over. Do you want to talk to your lawyer anymore? Uh, um, Actually, I I would like to ask a question. Sure, honey, what do you need? How bad is it that I didn't want to do the zone of truth? It's not a problem. Okay. <laughs> They're not. It's su- just. It's. It's not that I'm lying. It's just. It's just <laughs> when she said that 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 there might be they might pull more information out. Um. You know, everybody's got their secrets. Has a tendency to bring out embarrassing personal details. Let me tell you, I have seen a number of them, and it's usually not a big deal, but often. Secondary thoughts related to the thing you were saying come out, which can be awkward. Or you could just yeah. get her drunk. <laughs> uh, the other thing, but yeah, the, the zone of truth is considered, it's a beneficial piece of evidence should you have it. It is not considered standard enough that its absence is strange. And okay. also the panel is instructed to ignore whether or not one was done anyway. One can be done in the court itself, but that's usually only if the witness is being spectacularly uncooperative, and it requires a unanimous vote on the part of the judge and the panel. So it almost never happens. Okay, that sounds great. So you wait a little bit. So you all can go back in now. The inspector is going to basically hang out in the hallway until... Her relief to let you get unmanacled arrives um, and also sends out a rat. Your defense lawyer sends out a rat that you all can see as you kind of file back in. And Lucky is now going to leave to go get that potion. So did you want to talk to Wealthy about anything now that you are back in the room? I think that I would like to spare Wealthy the embarrassment of being around her right now because you would but vaughn's is there um i mean that's (laughs) fine uh so what are you what is everything doing i was just gonna like hang out in the hall with uh photios and elpita all right you hang successfully um vaughn's grix yeah i'm guessing you both head back inside uh yeah yeah oh yeah uh, wealthy, what can, uh, what can, what, how can we help? 
Yeah, what did you do? What happened? What's going on here? Hey, how's this bed? Is this comfortable? <laughs> did they give you ice chips again? <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> um, I'm fine. The bed is fine. Everything's fine. I she she asked a completely inappropriate question about Elpita and why I ended up on Elpita's terrace and I was I wasn't having it. Oh. Uh, awkward. Very. Yeah. How did you end up on Elpita's uh, terrace thing? Balc- is it a balcony? Is it a terrace? What's the difference between a balcony and a terrace? The terrace is part of the garden. The balcony is normally attached to an upper story of the house. <laughs> that's a to- Those are two totally very different things. Exactly. Yes, that's why Ian has been <laughs> extremely specific about it being defining, a terrace. Yeah, it being a terrace. Yeah, Vons doesn't understand architecture very well, and I frequently forget about it myself. Um, um, <clears throat> the reason I ended up on Elpida's Terrace is because the gods hate me. It was not a, a choice. I just, I didn't even know it was her terrace. I didn't know she lived on that spire. It just happened to be that I fell down. Oh there. man, that must suck. <laughs> really, really, it does suck. Thank you. I can't remember if last time I figured out that it was because of where I was. I think I didn't figure that out. Right? I don't think you did either. I think no. there wasn't enough time to really process. No, I, I didn't have a chance to tell anybody what, what was going on. I don't think. And Purity is still right outside the door, right? She's down the hallway a bit for narrative convenience, so y'all can holler and not worry too much. <laughs> Woo, okay. narrative convenience. She's clearly not actively listening. Okay. She's like on the next bench over writing out notes to the rats. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk very loud, so I'm gonna just say, you know, um I followed I didn't follow get Grix in. I when I went up the mountain while Grix was coming down the mountain with Corva, and I got a little bit lost, and then I found my way inside, and I decided that I was gonna go ahead and get something to drink because Gex was following me and wanted an acting. And then and then I happened to be down here, um, down there at one of the, the bars, and I watched Grix and Corva walking up the spire, and Gex saw me, oh. and then he decided he was going to go and, fi- and, and talk to you, or, or find you, or figure out what you were doing, and... So I followed him up, and I tried to catch him, and I couldn't. So I ended up going all the way up the spires, and then I couldn't get back down again without going past your past Corva's house. So I tried to climb down, and if I'd have been if I'd have been in my right mind, not so angry at Gex, I would have used spider climb, and I wouldn't have fallen down, and I wouldn't have hit my head on the terrace, and I wouldn't be in this position. Oh, or you could have given him an acting. Jeez. <laughs> You nut. You can't give in to that guy. Oh, he's fine. Yeah, that's, uh, oh, uh, yeah, that, oh. And look, Gex, uh, Gex, Grix, I don't know what you were doing with her, and I don't really care, because that's between you and her. (laughs) But Uh, I didn't want Uh, Gex to go up there and and blow your cover. Yeah, thanks, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, because that would have been bad, um... Yeah, uh, like I said, I, I caught up with her and I uh, found out where she lives. Uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, and I did see Gex, so I did tell him to go away. Uh, maybe if we can find Gex, he can vouch for you. 
How did you okay. see Gex? <laughs> well, you know, I saw her Gex. He's 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 the most irritating creature I've ever met. Uh, should we should we try to find him? Maybe he can help with that, or maybe he'd make things worse. I don't know. Uh, look, Purity Pearl already knows now that Gex is out there. Okay. Um, the problem what? is. I don't know whether or not Gex is going to vouch for me, because I wasn't drunk. I'd had, like, half a beer. So, I don't know what he's going to say. Your defense lawyer knows that Gex exists. Oh, okay, okay. So, my defense lawyer knows that... Sorry, I I was confused. No worries. I bumped my head. (laughs) Yeah, I think you might be in trouble. As, uh, As much as that guy loves acting, he... Doesn't seem deceitful. Yeah. <laughs> well, then there's a big old trial st- trial episode coming up. <laughs> Law and Order playable character unit. <laughs> anyway, I have to stay here for another day because probably I have a concussion and all that. So you guys go ahead and go home. Did you bonk your noggin? I was unconscious, Vons. Is there a great big lump? Can I see it? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to stay here and I'm going to contemplate spending the rest of my life in prison, okay? The worst thing they could get you on would put you in prison for a month, maybe. You're fine. Yeah, more like, uh, more like uh, hard work. Oh, God. <laughs> my parents are never... Oh, God, if they find out about this. It's not like they think you killed a guy. Remember that time when uh, when Erisine stabbed that dude in the foot and then we kidnapped that lady? And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And those, those two guys were unconscious for a while and like That was wild. I mean that was weird. Yeah, and there were no there were no inspectors involved in that and there were no defense lawyers. I know there really should have been. <laughs> Would you guys go away? God, Fonz is such an asshole. <laughs> <I love> it. <laughs> All right, Bonds and Griggs, do you accept your banishment to the hall? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, under protest. I do say, uh, uh, so uh, do, do do let me know us know if we can do anything to help because uh, you know uh, we could probably. Probably help some way. Thank you. Maybe. I would. I really appreciate that. Do okay. you need some ice chips? Go away, Vons. Vons takes your ice chips. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vons. You had one cup of ice chips. Your inventory sheet. I don't know why there's ice chips. <laughs> Hospitals always have ice chips. They're the best part. <laughs> All right. So you all file back out into the hallway. Erisine, are you doing anything out there while hanging out with Photios and Alpita? I very badly want to uh, know what Photios' ex is like, or whoever it is who's talking to Purity. All right. The homeowner. I very badly want to scope this person out. Yeah, so you go and um, are sitting there for a little bit while everyone else has this conversation, and... Purity gets a rat and takes out the note and looks at it and 
goes, oh, well, this will be exciting. So, Peter, your moms are going to be here soon. With the lawyer, though, so try not to, you know, interrupt. I guess. I don't know. I'm not your authority figure. <laughs> a little bit after that, if you want to wait, you know, all of 15 minutes. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm just, you know, we're just hanging out. Yeah. Chitty-chatting chitty with uh, Elpida and Photios, you know. Yeah. Uh, Grix and Vaughn, yeah. do you also hang out chitty-chatting and whatnot? I th- uh, well, I thought we got banished. You got banished from that room. You didn't get banished oh, from the hallway. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess for a little bit. I don't know how long I'm really going to stick around. Like, I might... I mean, Wealthy's okay, and I don't know what I can do here without being called up for helping in some specific way this this is just uh, a hallway yeah yep. just i'll hang out for a little bit longer okay I'll hang out for a little bit longer yeah so i um, mean it it see it, it feels like a group time of some kind i think vaughn's feels kind of obligated to see what's going on but he's not particularly interested in relationship stuff in about 15 minutes so you're not there too long um a couple things happen in relatively quick succession succession uh, Lucky gets back and is panting and may well have taken this whole thing at a run. Um, the relatively close after that comes a group of six people, which quickly hives off into two groups of three, <coughs> three of whom are Alvin, May, and I don't know if any of you recognize the third person. But not when... Professor Jenkins? Nope, not Professor Jenkins. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, when they come into the room, Wealthy, you do recognize her because that's Julia. Oh my god. Hi! <laughs> hey. And... Hi, Alvin. Hi, May. Hi, Julia. What are you guys doing here? <laughs> May's like, we got a note written in adorable child handwriting that you were in the hospital. I guess all Peter remembers us? And... Us trying to, like, protect you behind a plant when you were drunk. I guess I'm glad we made an impression. Yes, she remembered me. She probably oh, saved my life, the little nugget. <laughs> the phrase nugget gets you an eye raise from both Julia and Alvin. <laughs> May is nonplussed. <laughs> and then Julia was at the library and saw us leaping out of our seats and so came with us. Hey, Wealthy. I'm hey. sorry you fell and hit your head, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know. Given the way I've been living my life lately. At least I, I wasn't on fire. I was going to say it's been a minute. Uh, <laughs> I would ask how <laughs> it you've been. It hasn't been that long. <laughs> I was going to ask how you've been, but you're locked to a table with... Um, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> the constable dude will be here soon, so yeah. Hmm. He'll, he'll get me out. Well, we can keep you company. Yeah, that'd be great. And so they do. Meanwhile, we cut back out again to that group of three people. Yeah. You have... Five people? Three people. Oh, the other, the, yeah, the the other, other three. three people. Yep. Okay. Um, you have a bearded dwarven man in a very... It's not quite a suit, but it's like one step down from that in terms of dressiness. You would guess based on bearing. Sure seems like a lawyer. 
the two people behind him. One is a tall, pale, and like very palely blonde-haired woman. You'd guess probably half-elf or elf. Um, okay. But one of the taller varieties. We're talking over six feet. And then next to, in kind of a flowy dress and mostly just looking kind of concerned at the whole situation. And next to her, a much shorter woman, probably about 5'2", five, 5 feet, who has um, green hair and eyes and is wearing also a nice dress but has an expression on her face that makes her just look irritated and angry. And I can't tell what sort of background Roll an the intelligence green check. hair and eye woman is. Uh, intelligence check to natural 20 all right you don't see many of these you can't roll that when you fall but i can't roll that when i fall but to find out what the race of uh presumably elpita's stepmom is can definitely find out that (laughs) uh this woman is a nymph nice yeah Erisene and Fodio sees them coming and somehow looks even more tired than he did about 30 <laughs> seconds ago. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're all kind of ignoring this, like, this is a story for us for sure, but for Fodios. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Now that I've clocked them, I'll kind of put like a strengthening hand on Fodios's, you know, shoulder or arm or something yeah yeah how tall is photios how what how tall is photios i think well we were like sitting on a bench outside so yeah that's sad i think he's supposed to be like i don't know seven to eight feet how much he's he's hitting the top of what would be considered medium sized in a lot of games right sure and he's minotaur people yep yeah all the way minotaur yep Uh so like most of that height is torso Kind of, kind of short legs comparatively. Eh, not to an extreme degree, but I think he also he certainly has very broad shoulders and chest compared to like a human of the same height. Sure, sure. Broad that's build. that's that's just prompting for all of our um, all of our illustration inclined uh, fan artists at home. Sure, yeah. We've described him other times too. So yeah. I, I believe you. They have plenty to go on. And if you make fan art, we'd love to see it. Um, but all right. So he kind of looks over and says, uh, thanks. Should be okay. Um, meanwhile, Elpita has jetted off down the hallway and gets scooped up by the taller woman, who she seems very excited to see. Uh-huh. Aww. And yeah, um, that whole trio comes on down. Wealthy's defense lawyer and the inspector go over to them. If you want to eavesdrop on this, you can. It will be probably a wisdom check to listen. Or you're right next to it all. Basically an intelligence check to see how much you pick up. Because I'm not acting out four to, four to five people talking to each other. <laughs> I, I mean, I have listen, which is wisdom. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you're close enough. You can use, if you want to roll a wisdom check to make sure you hear absolutely everything, that's cool. And then everyone, including you again, can make an intelligence check, except for Wealthy, who's in the wrong room. Um, I rolled a 19, and if you let me use 
Or I, I rolled a 19 total, and if you let me use listen, that's another plus two on top of it. Okay. Do with that what you will. For your wisdom check. All right. And then anyone who is listening along and wants to figure out how this conversation is going, make an intelligence check. I imagine Vaughn's wandered off a while ago. He might be rifling through the maintenance closet at this point. Yeah, y'all can see Vaughn's down the hallway, or not Vaughn's, but an open door to a maintenance closet of some sort. <laughs> uh, Grix, uh, Grix says, uh, hey, uh, this is going to take a while probably, and uh, it's, uh, yeah, uh, you know, everyone thinks better uh, uh, when they've had a, a warm beverage, so I'm going to go get some tea and coffee for everyone, and, uh, you know, yeah, uh, I'll be back. All right, Grix bounces off. Ericene, last one standing, along with Lucky, who is looking at said open closet door and just shaking her head. <laughs> you said it's an intelligence check to catch everything that they're saying? It is. Or like to fully understand all of it. I rolled a 12 plus 4 is 16 on a prime. All right. You are very used to the world of petty crime and getting in trouble for it. Usually it's more public drunkenness, but you know. Uh-huh. You've lived. You've had a good time. You've probably only been in jail, like, zero times. Because <laughs> rich parents are great for certain things. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, you're following along. Basically, the, the inspector is just answering lawyer questions at this point after giving an initial narrative of what she learned from Wealthy, including, here's the reason for the wig and the rope and... Leaves out the part about the whole, is this because of some weird thing with Eresy? <laughs> <laughs> this friend who has a proxy connection to the house you were on. Basically, the woman that you know is named Anastasia, who is Elpita's stepmom and the nymph, is basically extremely like, she must have been up to something. That's so weird. Why would you do that? Why was there a rope? Blah, blah, blah. Um, the lawyer's going back and forth. Basically, the defense lawyer is talking about how this is probably at most trespassing. And quite honestly, due to the way the arcs is built, you know, people with different ways of getting around go through essentially private property all the time. And this was basically that, she would argue. So not even an actual case of like trespassing so much as just an accident that took place in your backyard. Um, the other lawyer does not seem super convinced by this explanation, pointing out there were several weird objects and a rope, <laughs> which would point to some sort of premeditation. He would argue. And then uh -huh. they make charisma checks at each other. Cause this is the world we live in. Wonderful. I love it. All right. So it continues on for a bit. The defense lawyer seems to have specifically actually gotten to the taller woman, um, Hedda, who is Photios's ex and the one holding Alpita, who seems to kind of calm Anastasia down a little bit and basically a little bit more conversation. And um, it seems to all get settled. They wait. Well, Wealthy's defense lawyer goes back into the room. Knocks on the door. God. Uh, hey, Wealthy, we've got some updates for you. Oh, God. Uh-huh. Basically, basically, if you 
you know, admit to trespassing, albeit probably accidentally, so a mitigating circumstance, and deal with the punishment for that, which is very, very minor. Um, the homeowners are willing to just let the whole thing drop otherwise. And if I don't? Then we get to go to court. Oh, God. Which, granted... What, if, what, what happens if I do? I mean, we have to go to the judge to decide, but... It would probably be pretty basic. Day or two, community service at most. <sighs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, no confinement between shifts. Yeah, trespassing, fine. All right. I didn't do it on purpose. I'm sure that will be noted in the charge. I will make sure it is noted in the charge. <laughs> um, she heads back out. Talks to people again. The... Uh, Purity goes and writes some things down and kind of closes the notebook. The lawyer heads off. The homeowners, um, well, they hang around a little bit because, you know, the father of their kid's right there. They should probably talk to him because that'd be kind of weird to just storm off that talking to each other. <laughs> um, and the defense lawyer also heads out. And uh, Purity comes on into your room, wealthy, and unlocks your manacles. No, oh, thank goodness. Yeah, so you just need to report to um, the justice offices probably within two days, maybe three, since you're still in the hospital. And just your defense lawyer has your case number, and it should be pretty open and shut. Um, you'll need to give them at least a day's notice so I can be there at the same time if the judge has any questions for me. But that's pretty much probably just going to be me be going, yes, I did witness them agree to it just being a trespassing charge. So I wouldn't worry about it too much. Okay, um, I'll be out tomorrow, so the day after. Okay. Well, um, heal up, and good luck with everything, I guess. There's no graceful Thank way you. for inspectors to exit this situation. <laughs> I'm just going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and so she does. Thank you very much for your help. You're welcome. I'm, yeah. <laughs> and she heads out. So, <laughs> Ericene, Hedda, and, Hedda, and Photios are going to have a brief conversation, mostly about Elpida and where she is headed at this very moment. That's cool. You can uh, just give me the basics yeah, until ba I'm actually called for. Yep. Basically, it's a pretty standard. You know, you weren't here for the setup, but apparently Elpida insisted on staying here. Or, like, really wanted to come in, and then Photios was brought in, so they essentially left her with Photios and... That's all good now. They're going to take her back to their place. Make a charisma check to read the people involved, if you would like. I would like. Okay, 10 plus 7 is 17. Total. Okay. Yeah, uh, most of the folks in this conversation are not hard to read. You know Photios really well. He seems to be a little bit tense, but him <laughs> actually talking with Hedda is not too bad. There's a friendliness there. Um, Hedda mostly just seems like she's cares about Lopita and is also ready to go home. <laughs> and, um, the, the one that sticks out to you is Anastasia, because as well as these um, two exes are handling it, she appears to not be doing super well. She just looks super angry. <laughs> and is kind of glaring at Photios when he is not looking. Although when Elpita gets bored of hearing about logistics and goes over to her, um, she smiles and gets very animated 
and like crashes down and talks to her or like sits on the floor next to her and talks to her while they wrap stuff up cool she also gives you a look but like in a who the hell are you kind of way i'll give it just like a guarded smile when she makes eye contact with me okay she just kind of gives you a nod but yeah that it all seems to resolve decently well and Elpita heads off with her moms, and Fodios is there, and Grix, you come back. Yeah, I got beverages. Fonz, you are being firmly removed from the supply closet <laughs> by Tulip the Orderly. But I left my ice chips in there! We're running from your inventory. <laughs> Tulip manages to hold you at arm's length away from the shells, get your ice chips with the other arm, and hand them <laughs> to you before gently pushing you down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> Reminder that Tulip is an enormous dragonborn, just to make that make more sense. Um, I thought we weren't in that clinic. Shit, you're right. It's someone who looks similarly suspicious to Tulip, and it's probably named Chrysanthemum or something. We'll never know for sure. <laughs> oh, she's the nurse. Uh, what, what's the name of the nurse from Pokemon? <laughs> it's like Nurse Joy. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Peony. Th- this one is named Peony. All right. <laughs> you can tell it's a different... A different orderly because they're wearing a certain kind of perfume. It's very important. Uh-huh. I'm guessing it's a bit flowery, this perfume. Kind of a floral scent to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting choice for a masculine look, but not a bad one. Very on brand. So yeah, uh, Grix, you come back with coffee. And by the yeah. time you have returned, it is Lucky and Vons and Ericene and Fodios. And you. Did Alvin and May and Julia leave? Uh, they are still in the room until... Wealthy kind of tells me otherwise. Um, I'm gonna ask Fodios to wait, and while I go say bye to bye to Wealthy for the night, he just nods. And Grix, you said you brought coffee, right? Yeah. yeah. He yeah, just takes one and drinks the entire thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a short. It's like a a short decaf for him. <laughs> so I go in, and I'm just like. Hey, Wealthy, um, I'm going to head out now. Um, I'm glad that everything's going to work out. But, um, you know, I hope that you feel better soon. Um, Wrap me if you need anything. Okay. I have to go to court. Uh, Do you want us to head out too? Day after tomorrow. Can you guys be there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I will. Yeah. So this is still Saturday, right? Yep. So that's it's late on Monday I have to be in court. Fantasy Monday! Yes, it's on, on Fantasy, Fantasy Monday, Monday I have to be in court. Um, yeah, I, I think I can do that. All right. I will, um, I'll give her a little hug. And um, I will also like introduce myself just incredibly briefly to Julia, who I don't recognize. Hey, I'm Aracene. Uh, hi, I'm Julia. Nice to meet you. You too. And then I like, will just kind of, you know, give a hey- and wave of acknowledgement to May and Alvin, who... They, they give you the similar, hey, wave of acknowledgement back as you head on. <laughs> I was going to, like, peace out at this point and see if uh, Fodios... Wait, so is Elpita going... Uh, Elpita left with, with, with her uh, Oh, Elpita her left mom, with her mom. Her stepmom, okay. yeah. Ericene's going to ask uh, Fodios if he wants any company or if he would prefer to just go home and go to bed alone. <laughs> I mean, I should probably sleep alone, but if you could make sure I get there, that would be great. <laughs> I think I can do that, yeah. Yeah, I've almost fallen asleep like ten times since you went into that room, and I don't think that was very <laughs> long ago. 
Oh, sweetie. <laughs> oh, babe. <laughs> I like put my hand on his arm and just like, you know, ruffle the fur. Yeah. Stay awake. Just only just long enough to get home. But yeah. Okay. I can do that. Um, I mean, they're walking anyway, right? Yeah. You're piecing out. I was going to see, since I'm not going to be going to stay with Photios, I was going to see if um, Grix or Vons wanted to go have a drink just to, to understand what um, happened last night from Grix's perspective. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, probably, yeah. Avant uh, is gonna go like bring the ice chips back to Wealthy and say, "Hey, Wealthy, you want to come home? We're we're gonna go out for drinks. <laughs> you want to no, go for I'm drinks? No, I'm staying until tomorrow. Okay. Here's your ice chips. I ate half of them. Thank you. Hey, you're out of the cuffs. Yes, yes. They came by and and yeah." I Can have I to have them? Court. Are they here? Did they leave them they, here? They were taken with the inspector. <laughs> they didn't <laughs> just leave loose manacles around. <laughs> Bummer. All right. There's those flavor chip. Those those ice chips lack flavor. <laughs> <laughs> they would. What? <laughs> okay. Bye. 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 Bye, Grix. All right. You all rolling out. Yeah. We'll take Photios home, and then I guess we'll go to the dumpster. Okay. Um, go to the dumpster. Uh, real quick, Wealthy, how long does it take before you kick your friends out? Very shortly after everybody else leaves. Just, okay. I'm tired. I want to go back to sleep. Yeah, that's fair. I yeah. want to feel sorry for myself. Oh, can I do a retroactive... Um, vibe check on what was going on in the room. Like, what was Julia's vibe like? Um, yeah, sure. I assume that you will allow me to do a charisma check. I'm deciding right now. <laughs> you didn't have a lot to go off of. It's gonna be wisdom. Damn it. That doesn't Totally suck. Uh, 12 plus 6 is 18. All right. Yeah, so vibe check. Um, it seemed concerned. seemed a little bit awkward. You get the distinct impression that she does not know Wealthy as well as Alvin and May do, which is not surprising, given that you had not met her before this point. But... Um, as far as nature of their relationship, that part eludes you mostly because there wasn't really any interaction, any interaction between Julia and Wealthy while you were there. Sure, sure, that's fair. Seems like kind of a shy, awkward person. But other than that, okay. So they are you vamoose them, Wealthy, and presumably retire to sleep and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yes, I go. I go to sleep. And we head on over to the dumpster. Woo. I also dream of life on a chain gang. Bluegrass music goes up in popularity for some reason <laughs> shortly thereafter. 
I'm not judging. You're into what you're into. <laughs> All right. So you're at the dumpster. So at the dumpster, uh, Ericene gets, you know, a picture for everyone. Um, Ericene gets a picture for everyone. And then I'm assuming Photios went home oh, already. Yeah. I-, I assumed you basically, as a group, kind of walked him home. And then... And then... Yeah. Went immediately to the dumpster, yeah. Yeah. So, at the dumpster, I get a picture for all of us to share. Okay. And I'm like, so, you spent, you went to Corva's apartment. Yeah. And, like, what happened? Uh, I took a look around. Okay. And we talked, and uh, she thinks that uh, I should get involved in uh, civics more and uh yeah um she uh uh i'll just i'll explain pretty much everything that happened um i'll be circumspect around the end but uh let on that i i did yeah i did uh i did spend the night there uh and uh did uh yeah covered it up with uh with romance my gaff. Ericene like opens her mouth like so excited, <laughs> like <gasps> so like she likes you. Uh potentially, yeah. Yeah, seems seems like that might be yeah. Like she wants to see you again. Uh could yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, you little honey pot. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, congratulations. Oh, thanks. Thanks. That's so exciting. But the question is, like, do you like her or do you like, is it just like. I don't, I don't know. It, it's, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I wanted to get it right now. It's, uh. Okay. I mean, got, you got a job to do. Sure. What did you do with the person in your arm? Uh, left it in the living room. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Can he, can like he tell what's going on when you're when he's in your arm? I just uh, don't pro- probably. Probably. Huh. Wow. That sounds very uh stressful to have like another person around all yeah. the time. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't have to. I can, I can put in a non-ghost uh, crystal in my arm. But uh, you know, it's like having, like having my friend. Air scenes like that. That's very exciting. So, like, we know where she lives. I'm thinking, like, maybe we should like switch tactics. And obviously, if Grix could be in her apartment more. She'll come to trust him, and like he could, you know, delve more into like, yeah, her pants desk, and like ask her more leading questions about how she, you know, obviously she's very, she wishes she could be more into civics, but like, you know, I told her about my plan to retake the ground, and she was really into that. Hmm. 
that's not something I would have expected from somebody involved with the cabal. To be totally honest with you. But, you know, I mean, maybe there's like a bunch of different facets. Impossible to say. Um, But like, I was also thinking like, if Grix tried to get her trust, kind of try to find out what her opinions actually are, that would be cool. And then also like, Vons, I think you have the ability to, like, make invisibility potions. And, like, maybe we could use those to, like, tail her. Vons doesn't understand a word you said up until the word potions. He was just stuffing his face with nachos the whole time. (laughs) Um, So potions. Potions. Mm -hmm. Yes. The invisibility potion that you have? Uh-huh. Maybe we could use that to tail her. As she goes about, like, maybe her more nefarious things. Doesn't she already have a tail? Um. Yeah, and have you seen that plumage? <laughs> yeah. Impossible to say. Because uh, I still haven't seen her myself. I uh, turn to Grix. Does she have tail feathers? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Um, Are they so nice? Yeah, like... Yeah. Yeah, shiny. I saw a bunch of feathers once. <laughs> you did. You did. You told us about that. I would still really love to know exactly where in the tunnels that was, but, um, you know, you're being all fucking weird about it, so... Oh, the the... Castle Keeper remembers. I I have no idea. If you want to, oh tell god, them, I why is your nose bleeding? Yeah. <laughs> slow down on those nachos. That's flavor. Oh, he glares. He does not want to slow down on nachos. He wants um, to eat nachos in that style that like prevents you from breathing, except for in quick gasps, and leads to hemorrhaging. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's Ericene's suggestion, is that we, we take a multi-pronged approach, um, since clearly, clearly she ends her, you know, watch in the middle of the night and seems to just want to go home and, uh, fuck and then go to sleep. Who among us? And that may be her style. This may not be, like, a full-on relationship kind of situation. Well, my question is, like, because I proposed this earlier in an earlier episode, but, like, maybe we need to tail her from her house after, like, when mm-hmm. she's leaving On the her way house. Out. Yeah. Well, now we know she lives. Now, now we, we know, know her. Yeah, yeah, we know where she lives. You know, if Grix like, tries to make another date with her, maybe we could, like, find out exactly, you know, her, like, more more specificities of her schedule. Um, oh, hold on. I got this. Hey, Ian, what kind of bird is she? Like... We don't know. And as far as, like, part... Is she, like, more... Like, what kind of shape is her beak? Is she more, like, finchy or more, like... Crow-esque. Crow-esque. Okay, okay. See, that's supposed to be, like, more of a daytime bird, right? If only we were playing in some rich fantasy world that is not necessarily strictly analog onto everything else. (laughs) Ah, That'd be nice. Well, if she were an owl, that would have told us a lot. Just saying. Yeah. 
That's true. Um, anyway, uh, that's Erisene's proposal, is that we we tail her as she's, like, leaving to go run errands and try to find have Grix find out what, like, her sort of schedule is. And at times that she, you know, find out when, like, the flexibilities in her schedule are. You know, when is she not working? Or, like, you know, if she says she's not working, or if she says she can't make it, but it's not at a time when she would normally be working, like, maybe we should really super tail her then. Yeah, yeah, uh, all that, yeah, the uh, the double-pronged approach sounds good. Um, I definitely am gonna make a follow-up uh, meeting with her, and uh, I, I, I saw her... I mean, I, I told you about her desk and her uh, her bookshelf, and uh-huh. uh, I'll I'll try to dig more into that. Books are a sign of wealth here, yeah. Somewhat. It's been long enough that there's been an an inventory slowly rebuilt over the years, but they're cheap to own. You have pretty easy access to them, but mostly through libraries. Oh, um, Ian, I would like to also. Um, propose that Erisene is going to start watching for her own tail. Okay. Because, you know, there was that whole situation where she had to talk to Nara, uh, and like, also now we're dealing with all of this stuff with the, um, with the weird people, or, you, you know, with the with the cabal, and um, she honestly doesn't trust her grandfather to not start tailing her after how she's been acting all weird, so. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So Erisene started feeling a little bit paranoid? Yeah. Mm. What would that be? Do I have to, like, make a... Uh, make a wisdom check, which will be ongoing, and then if there's any particular scene where you want to check while you're doing other stuff, you can make an int check or a wisdom check then, too. Okay. But we can just do a general wisdom check for now to kind of get a feel for where okay. you're actually at on the awareness level. I'm doing okay, I think. It's a 13 plus 6 is 19. Okay. Cool. So it sounds like you all have a plan. I would also like to, if possible, do a a specific one for right now, if that's okay. Uh, make it... You're, you're scanning a small space, and you're, are you trying to hide that you're doing this? Are you trying to, like, just listen, or are you willing to look around a bit and all that? Um, I mean, I would like to look around um, in, this, in the way that you do when you're at a bar, and there's a lot of people around, and you're just kind of keeping, like, you know... You're scanning the crowd. Okay. Not like. Uh, make a token charisma check just to fully sell that. It's a 16 plus 7 is 23 on the charisma. Yeah, okay. And then make an int check. Int. Oh, I'm really doing very well on my rolls tonight. Um, <laughs> 14 plus 4 is 18. All right. Uh, you scan around. You don't notice any tales that you can think of you know nothing seems suspicious in that way to you 
it's the dumpster. You're pretty sure you see a drug deal going down the back corner, but you know. (laughs) I feel like I could have picked that out even with a bad roll with how much I take drugs. Yeah, it's uh... (laughs) a... I was going to say, Ericene probably knows those guys anyway. (laughs) The other thing I wanted to do was tell them about my night last night, where I heard something and got up and someone was going to meet with my grandfather in the middle of the night and... Then I caught a, you know, color-shifting person. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Um, and I'll ask Vons if he has ever heard of anything, like, potion-y that would do that. Because it wasn't, like, Vons' invil- invisibility potion. It was something else. <laughs> uh, I... So that's that's really an Ian question, if Vons has actually heard of anything like this. Although... I imagine there's potions that can do that anyway. It's like predator armor. Yeah, uh, Vaughn's make an intelligence check. Okie dokie. I've got dice right here. 14 plus... uh, That's a 19 on Prime. Okay, um, that doesn't sound like a potion you've heard of before. I mean, it's obviously very similar to invisibility potions, but it's not. It's not that, and it's not something you have ever learned to make. It makes sense. It tracks, but it's not something you know a recipe for, or have actually heard of anyone making. It's just something you could totally see someone making. Huh. Like Mountain Dew Code Red, in a world where there is only Mountain Dew. Right. Like, why not add food color? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. It's it's like Invisibility Potion, but with food coloring in it. <laughs> what? Ah. So that's why it's all, uh, it's are all swirly. You, are you sure that that doesn't... Maybe it's doesn't... Uh, easier to cast or last longer or something? I or, mean, uh... it's more confusing than that, but who wants to hear the whole story? It's fine. <laughs> Can I do some kind of intelligence check to see if what he's saying makes any sense? Uh, you can. It's going to be real hard for you, though, because this is not your your area. <laughs> sure. I got a 22 total. What he's saying is not bananas. <laughs> the food coloring part is. But... <laughs> The invisibility that, that, potion that plus something. To, yeah, okay. That was all I wanted to know. Yeah, you're pretty sure, unless it's some really special food coloring, that's probably not what's going on. I've never heard of food coloring doing anything magical like that. Are you sure? Yeah, that's. I, it's told. It's that's. Mm-hmm. It it makes a great cupcake. The color changing invisibility thing, or. <laughs> Okay. What? Vaughn's knows what he's doing. He doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> just so long as we understand that difference. Oh, no, we do. I'm just. <laughs> Ericene is just teasing Vaughn's at this point. 
Oh yeah, they're del- uh. it's it's awesome. It's delicious. It's uh, covered in cheese and bugs. And at this point, he's obviously just talking about nachos. Oh yeah, uh, sure. Um, okay, the well. cupcakes of the bar snack world. <laughs> that was a sentence. It was. I'm very proud of it. <laughs> yeah. Anything else we need to cover? Exactly. I, I mean, I think so. Do you want to make some potions? Should we sniff around your uh, your grandparents' house and see if we can investigate anything and figure out why? I'm I'm also no. guessing you probably don't want us doing that. I very very much don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I kind of want to see your grandparents' house. Sounds fancy. Oh, you've been through uh, the door. Uh, yeah, it uh, smelled like cookies. <laughs> yeah, my grandma's a realtor. Uh. <laughs> 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 that's uh, not canon nope. that's not canon <laughs> sorry <laughs> I think Erisene is actually going to be like I think I should secretly move out of my grandparents place you think they will notice when you move out it's impossible to say unless I try it uh, yeah. All right. you have a building you have a whole building full of empty rooms. You want to share a bed with an urchin? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's a thing you want to do, but I'm certain he'd appreciate it. I don't understand. What? It's warmer that way. <laughs> Vaughn's too cheap to pay for heat. You're a creepy person. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah, I haven't got a great response to that yet. I mean, you could just consider rent my pay, like, you you could just consider comping my rent for, you know, the payment in, instead of actually, like, paying me for my position, at least until we're making money. I mean, that's pretty much what I do with everybody who's living there right now. How many people are living with you? <laughs> Oh, there's, uh, there's, uh, Mitt. Wait, does Vons know his name? Yes. I mean, okay. Vons may not have retained it, but yes, he has heard it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so there's Mitt, there's Lucky, and now there's you, and, uh, I, I've got space for, for Grix and Wealthy, cause, I mean, who knows? We're, we're good. No, we know. We're good like our place it's a good spot it's it's and frankly they're cots anyway it's just a hideout that's cool Mm -hmm. i'll see (laughs) anyway good talk i'm gonna go back to uh hang out with my uh other friends now because they seemed a little butthurt that i left oh that's that's fair uh well uh it was good to hang out, even if it was not uh, pleasant. Get glad we uh, we're caught up. Um, you too. I'll let you all know when uh, I make my next date and uh, if I'm able to find anything. Well, we will have to meet, to and we'll meet on Monday. On anyway. Monday to yeah be with wealthy. Right. I can't believe she would rather die than being in an embarrassing situation. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Statistically, that's most people. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of get it. 
<laughs> I, uh, Jesus really? Christ. <laughs> yeah. God. Psychology's in a weird place these days. I just... No, I would... No, it just... Because it, it happens, but then it's over. You know? You're embarrassed, but then it's over. But, like, if you die of embarrassment, you're dead forever. But then it's over. Death is a lot less work than you think it is. I need to get all of you therapy. <laughs> What's that? Probably my future career. Oh. Yeah, so Aristine is gonna say bye and go back to uh, the Nipper and hope that her friends haven't left. Yep, they're still there. Aristine. Hey! Crazy times. I get to go to court with Wealthy on Monday. <laughs> well, that relationship went a weird place. Get to? Uh-huh. Very exciting. I'll take your word for it. Before we head out, you all should tell me what you're planning on doing with your character Sundays. So we can basically skip to Monday. <laughs> oh, next time. Uh... I'm getting out of the hospital. Are you doing anything else today? Are you just heading home? I'm just going to go home. Okay. Grix. Uh, I'm going to start making plans. I'm going to send a, a rat to Corva uh, and make plans for uh, next time. Okay. Vond is going to bottle up all of his uh, all of his concoctions. Uh, I thought he was going to you were going to say all of his emotions. Those two. Uh, he's got okay. special He's got special vials for his emotions. He just screams um, into them and then corks them. <laughs> it's very therapeutic. Yep. yep. Absolutely. You can absolutely hear them when they uh, uncork too. It's uh, it's unsettling. Um, sometimes he just like bottles. He like he screams right into a test tube, and then he just like builds a doll around the test tube, knowing that as soon as it's broken, people will hear that doll screaming. <laughs> Fonz <laughs> uh, is truly the most upsetting in some on some occasions. Adam, that was terrible. <laughs> so, so you bottle some concoctions and your feelings into terrifying dolls. Fonz <laughs> believes heavily in empathy and forcing it upon others. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna start sleeping in his uh, in his gear because he's okay. scared of dreaming. And uh, yeah, he's gonna oh, continue man. working that on that. He's gonna uh, get a penalty, <laughs> but a bonus for waking up. He's gonna get an exhaustion penalty. <laughs> he is gonna get an exhaustion penalty. That's why you don't do that. <laughs> but every time he wakes up, he'll be ready. And tired and sore. <laughs> right up until uh, he can't wake up because he's too tired. Yeah, but he really is. He really is scared of sleeping right now. Oh, he knows thoughts. he needs to, but he's not. He's not doing so hot, little buddy. I know. <laughs> All right, and uh, Ericene. Um, Ericene is going to talk to Photios if she can about whether it would be a good idea for her to move out. 
because she's not sure. But at this point, it seems like it might be a good idea. So I can't speak for Photios, but that kind of sounds like she's angling at a moving in situation. No, actually, she's really not trying to angle at that. Yeah. I I feel like that is just is that's definitely not the tone. You're gonna avoid that tone. Yeah, that's definitely not the tone that Aerosene is going for. Uh, right. It's definitely the like. No, but like, my grandparents are evil. Should I stay in the house? I can't tell. <laughs> what are you gonna tell your grandparents? Oh, I just won't tell them. They won't notice. It's a big place. It's fine. It's not that big a place. They hate me anyway. Like, I don't... Do they? Yeah. I mean, I detected your grandfather being all, like, aloof and dismissive. (laughs) But hate... Mm. There's love deep down in a locked up greatest generation traumatized by war kind of way. Oh, hate is love. It's just the dumb kind. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> I like that someone on this uh, on this team is rooting for Harrison's grandfather's ability to love. <laughs> Primary attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. Questions, comments, feedback. Email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. If you'd like to follow us on social media, find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod, or on Twitter at primeattribute, or at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for every single one of our dank memes. Castles and Crusades is published by Troll Lord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. Editing this week by me. Thanks, me. We hope you listen again next time to Primary Attribute. So, Wealthy, it's your lawyer. Shit, your lawyer needs a name. (laughs) (laughs) Start the sentence, realize something partway through. But we know so much else about her. Her name should be Genevieve. I'm here for it. Hello, I'm Genevieve. I'm going to be your lawyer today. Hi. Hi, so. Sad you haven't played my game that I was playing. There's no country for her to be a lawyer from. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just a down-home lawyer who floated off the arcs, I guess, because there's no rural areas here. (laughs) I also can't do that accent. (laughs) Oof, that was bad. It was. (laughs) Ian, why don't you do accents? This exact reason.